Goodnight Youngblood, a podcast to help you sleep. Hey y'all, welcome to Goodnight Youngblood with me, Cyrus. Today, we're going to talk about something very important to me, cancel culture. And guess what? All the things I think should be canceled. Now, I don't know what you're expecting, but you better get ready. Come on now, let's go. First thing I want to talk about, all this cancel culture nonsense. Now, all these people up here saying, Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head and uh, all this stuff. I saw a Facebook ad that was trying to sell these old cartoon slides. And it was suddenly it was a bunch of people saying they wanted it like a lot, a lot of people. And uh, it seemed kind of weird to me because usually I get these ads on there. And not a lot of people, you know, they'll be making fun of it or they'll just be tagging people in their little comments and whatnot. But this one, everyone's like, oh, I love it. I love it. I start looking at these pictures real close. Tell me why one of the characters on this uh, this little fella, little cartoon fella, he got like the old uh, black face like uh, they have in their minstrel shows. And uh, I was like, hmm, that seems kind of what these young kids say. Sus. <laughs> Ooh, it looks sus. Why? Why did it look why it looks sus? Because all of a sudden all these people trying to promote this thing, you know, to sell these uh cartoon pictures, the animation sells, just uh sort of pops up within this whole cancel culture. Because all these little comments will be talking about, oh better buy them before they cancel it. I'm like I ain't never heard, it was about this movie I seen a long time ago, a cartoon, and I know, like, I know the movie, but it wasn't something that was, like, sticking in my top of my head, like, you know, this was, like, really, I never didn't see people talking about it, didn't see people championing it, I didn't see people, you know, getting real happy about it, and I was like, that's kind of weird. And I got thinking, I'm like, only reason this is popular because all these people are so hype on cancel culture and think that if something's happening to them that they just taking everything they want. And I'm like, so was the movie that good or you're just really a big fan of like blackface uh, minstrel cartoons? Because it seems kind of weird. Like even if, even if it wasn't a racial thing, it seems kind of weird that... Uh, a grown adult would have some fascination with blackface and minstrel shows. But, you know, I guess I don't know what's going on. Anywho, I was thinking about that because all these folks talking about all worried, you know, fear-mongering, uh, saying people trying to uh, cancel them because they don't have the same beliefs. I'm like, you know, sometimes beliefs people have kind of lead them down a road where, you know, some stuff ain't good for most people. And so they cancel it. Other times, people make these choices, like with Dr. Seuss book, his family made the choice. They say, you know, one, these books ain't really popular anymore. And two, 
some of the descriptions of, uh, you know, foreign peoples and uh, other people wasn't quite good uh, nowadays. It wasn't as accepted now as it was back then. It was a choice they made. Ain't nobody come in and say, hey, you got to do this. They didn't take all those books off the shelves. That's that is what it is. Then fast forward. What, what's it been about two weeks, three weeks? This uh, this uh, fella by the name of Lil Nas X, he's a, he's a rapper. He did that that country song, something about a country road, or people dancing uh, with Miley Cyrus's daddy. I don't know. Anywho, I've heard the that country song, but then he done came out with uh, another song. Is it Montero? I believe it is. I might be wrong, but he came up with this song off his new album and this fella he uh he's a homosexual no big whoop he is what he is and in the video for this song he goes on about uh it's like a imagery is with like him uh going to hell and uh doing a lap dance for the devil he ends up killing the devil and he takes the devil devil's horns now apparently what a lot of people are saying is he was talking about this is how a lot of people that was religious uh, in his life when he was growing up always made him feel about uh, being homosexual. I was like, man, that's a, that's a really interesting uh, you know, imagery he used on that video. But then those same people that was angry about cancel culture because of Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head and... Uh, and what have you, they say, oh, cancel culture is wrong. And then fast forward two, three weeks, they're like, we got to cancel it. Oh, we can't have him out here putting this stuff out. It's uh, it's doing all this damage to kids and all these other people. And they tried to do the same thing with that uh, Cardi B and uh, Meg Thee Stallion when they was performing at the Grammys because they did a little bit of kind of a little bit graphic, a little bit ex explicit, a little dance or whatever. But that's what they do. Artists been doing that. Like, I remember when uh, they was trying to cancel Madonna because she had that song, Like a Prayer. She was all hugging up and getting all sensual-like with this uh, this dark-skinned fella that was uh, playing, I think, I believe it was Jesus in the, in the video. People's all upset about that. And I'm like, that's what they've been doing for decades. Come on now. So... That's basically where we at. This is the, the, the foundation of this whole thing. Now, I think it's all silly. The one thing I think needs to be canceled is all this conversation. I, in the past couple months, I've never seen all this, this much conversation about potatoes. It bothers me. You had Mr. Potato Head in the news. Then, and I don't even want to go into it because I already talked about it in my McRib episode. But Taco Bell brought back the Fiesta potatoes. So I'm like, and th this made me personally angry because when they took them Fiesta potatoes away with all the changed hours and stuff because of various COVID stuff, I could get off work and I could drive myself over to Taco Bell. I'd be in and out within like, you know, 15 minutes. But... As soon as them potatoes came back, I sat in line for 45 minutes waiting on these, waiting on my food, which didn't have any potatoes. But everybody in line 
and I'd hear people talking about it and whispering it in secret corners of places I'd be at, talking about the Fiesta Potatoes. I just was like, you know, I shook my head and it was just irritating. And then I'm at work and this fella I work with, he gonna act all excited about Fiesta Potatoes. And I said, come on. I was like, you made me angry talking about this Fiesta Potatoes. And he said, why? I said, I've never in my life seen this many people get excited about a potato. It's a potato. This has to be the most Midwestern thing to ever happen to the world, is uh, this potato. Everybody's acting like this is the bee's knees. I said, this is has to be some, some weird, like, yuppie-type thing, because ain't nobody I know get that excited over some potatoes. Like, I've eaten darn near every type of potato there is. Like, every way you can prepare it, I've had it. And, uh, it just seemed weird to me. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I heard people talking about it. I thought they was... If I wasn't looking, I would have thought Jesus would come back. Like, oh, it's back. Oh, praise... Oh, my goodness. Oh, I can feel it in my bones. Oh, I can feel it in my soul. And I'm like, what? What's going on? What happened? I thought, oh, if Jesus is back, I need to get some uh, some affairs in order. <laughs> Both literally and figuratively. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, they like, no, Jesus ain't come back. We talking about them Fiesta potatoes. I'm like, y'all realize this is just diced up potatoes that got seasoning on them and then they baked. They're like, but they so good. I'm like, it's potatoes. It's not like it's not like it's chocolate. Why y'all getting excited? It's like, why are we all overwhelmed emotionally with excitement about a potato? In our society now, we use the term as potato as just sort of some shapeless lump, you know, in like little uh, uh, pictures, cartoons, whatnot. You go, I'm a potato, and it's just this little expressionless little cartoon potato just sitting there, no arms and legs, just like just like a little spud just sitting there. But yet at the same time, we're also a society that says, praise, praise the Holy Spirits. Thank goodness for the Big Bang because it eventually brought us to the potato. No one has ever said that. Like even, even during Ireland, during a potato famine, they were like, Yep, potato famine. They're like, ooh. They were excited about having potatoes back too. But that, that was a good reason. It was a famine. We have the our pick of the litter with all the foods we can eat now. You have you have Indian food. You have uh, all types of, you know, Chinese, Korean, Japanese cuisine. And like, you get Italian, you get uh, Mexican, you can get you know, whatever whatever country you want in their specific cuisine. We get our own versions of that, like our own Americanized stuff too. And we have 27 different grocery stores with like everything you can imagine. And then everybody's excited about a potato. Get the hell out of here. Make me angry. I mean, you need to start reevaluating your life if you're in love with a potato. You need to start sitting and having a real hard look at yourself. Why do I love this potato so much? It's like, get out of here. So, we canceling potato 
potato fanaticism. That is canceled. Stop being so dang excited about potatoes. That's over. Thank you, cancel culture. Thank you. The next thing we're going to cancel, and this, ironically enough, this cancel culture usually is when people are trying to be supportive, but it becomes real irritating. You ever see someone post something online and you agree with it and it has a really powerful message? So uh, some idiot, I use that term ex uh, exclusively for these people, idiots, um, not to be confused with a moron, that's a completely different uh, designation. These idiots, they don't post after this very meaningful me message to post. Say it louder for the people in the back. Or the shortened version, just louder for the people in the back. And you'll see a bunch of people post this on a bunch of stuff. And it's like, you know, we all just on our computers quit saying this. Like it was cool the first couple times we saw this like five years ago. But now you're just saying it. You ain't saying nothing. Just let's click the like button and move on or share it or something. You don't have to put louder for the people in the back. We're not in the back. We're all right here on our computers or phones. Just stop. And they always have little hand clap emojis right after it. Like, you, come on. Like, I know you're trying to help, but you just, you're just doing the least possible work. You're literally doing, you're doing the, the thoughts and prayers of social justice. A lot of the people in the back, you didn't say nothing. Say something. Then to go uh, along with that, the people that will post, what is it? Oh, they'll post a really uh, dumb joke, like a meme that has like a dumb joke on it. And then underneath that, someone goes, please don't delete me or please, please don't unfriend me. After they say the joke, it's not that funny. Like we all, we're all putting up with you right now. If you say, please don't delete me. My first thought in my head, because the joke was so horrible is I kind of need to delete this person. I need to delete them from the internet and my life. So, so long and sayonara. That's a, that's a foreign word for bye 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 Felicia. Let, that's another one. That one's getting kind of old, but they don't overuse it as much anymore. So you can kind of sprinkle that and pepper, uh, pepper that your conversation. So that's a, the, like little things like that. Like if you're going to say something, just say something, have an opinion. You don't got to like, we just using these, uh, these catchphrases and it's like it don't it means every time you use it it means less and less louder for the people in the back like people don't even read that anymore they just see it like their brain identifies it as nothing it's like oh that's like a it's just like a symbol it's like a comma it's like oh okay we'll go to somewhere where someone actually has something to say it's like get out of here now and the other thing saying those weird catchphrasey things that's canceled thank you cancel culture <laughs> All right, moving on. And this goes kind of hand in hand with that one. Is uh, This might be a little bit of a sensitive topic, but I'm going to say it. If people get mad at me, that's fine. But the one thing that always bothers me is uh, with all these people who got all this stuff to say, I noticed this. It's kind of funny. All those different, like you have different groups trying to like stand up for other groups and whatnot, which is good being an ally is a very good thing but you got people that uh take this ally thing a little bit too far it's like they fetishize being an ally like it's almost kind of gross 
because they kind of lose any type of personality they have or genuine nature because it's like all they do is yell at people for stuff. I noticed that a lot of times, it's just not all the time, but predominantly it was just a bunch of white people that feel kind of left out because they ain't going to talk about hardships and whatnot. So they've taken this time to sort of absorb all these uh, these oppressed classes and oppressed people's complaints. And they sort of pro- they collect them all and then they start yelling at other white people for doing it. And it's like they are so loud and so, let's just say what it is, obnoxious when, when they do it that like they start getting dangerously close to being like, like, you know, you realize you're shouting over all the people that actually are uh, affected by these things because you want to be in the spotlight for being such a great ally because you've now done fetishize the whole business of being an ally. Okay, we get it. You, you want you aren't a bad person, but that's what they call That's that virtue signaling. Like you can be an ally without being obnoxious. You can help people without being annoying. Spread some, spread some uh, thought around, you know, make people think, make people learn, help them, you know, not all this screaming all the time, making everybody angry. So cancel that uh, fetishizing uh, allyship. <laughs> I bet y'all didn't even think I knew how to say that word. Anywho, so thank you, cancel culture. Cancel on that. And the next thing, and I know I've been kind of hard on uh, on people that are trying to do uh, do the little, uh, little more like liberal side of things. So I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to say this. Another might even be controversial too, but it still stands. If uh, I know some like conservative people be doing this, and it's kind of funny to me. I mean, I find it not funny like haha, but like I find it uh, interesting. I always notice if people, especially like conservative people, because I listen to a lot of talk radio and a lot of and a good portion of that is uh, conservative, whether you like it or not, it kind of is. I'll flip back and forth between liberal and conservative, just depend on what my brain can handle at the moment. I notice a lot of these uh, conservative fellas, they always uh, to try to uh, like seem like they not because they get angry because they're like, I'm not racist. I don't uh, have these opinions and blah, 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 which, you know, that's not what we're talking about today. So that's not my point. The point is they they like feel like they're being attacked. That's how they feel. That may or may not be true, but what how they uh, how they respond to it is a thing that I find weird is uh, I'll see people. They'll post uh, they'll post something to argue against someone like during the, the whole Black Lives Matter movement this summer, people will post, uh, you see conservative people will be against Black Lives Matter, but then they would, they'd be posting nothing but Martin Luther King quotes. And, uh, that was it. They would just be posting Martin Luther King quotes all day long. Now, don't get me wrong, Martin Luther King had a lot of really good quotable speeches, stuff like that. Then you see some people post like Malcolm X. You see other people post, uh, you know, just a couple other people. Like, I can't even think top of my head who. But it was always, almost always centered around those two. Then uh, I noticed a trend after the sort of every, the summer passed and wasn't as many people protest anymore. 
people started, my people started uh, posting this fella by the name of Thomas uh, Sobel is a black fella. I don't, I don't know what he considers himself because I don't think he said, I think he said he don't like labels, but he's more anti like liberal or leftist thought because of that. You have a ton of people quoting him now. And it's like, that's fine. And you can quote whoever you want, but he's an economist. Maybe he's sharing quotes he has about politics and race and all this other stuff. And they'll solely uh, start posting his stuff. So it'll be like him, Martin Luther King, and sometimes even Malcolm X, depending on the time period of Malcolm X quote. Because Malcolm X, in some cases, was kind of exclusionary and kind of critical, too. So they all start posting these, like, three fellas. You realize if, if you want us to, like, you know, calm down with, like, you know, attacking you, supposedly, how about you uh, quote more than just three black people? Start looking into it. Like, you never see people quoting uh, James Baldwin or uh, Cornel West. Cornel West, that fella, he's pretty liberal, but... He's more of the, like, meet halfway type. So it's like some of his quotes, you know, you could kind of use them for whatever. The worst thing you could do if you feel attacked because people are calling you racist is to start using uh, only quotes by people of color on your side of the political fence. That just is pointedly using their race as a tool to, like, get the message across. It seems kind of weird. Like, you're going to quote Candace Owens, and it's like, you know, she's not like a... No politician or hardly anybody nowadays is really like a, a good representative of uh, of society. And it's like, come on now, cancel that. Thank you, cancel culture. Get rid of them people. Just quote every quote things that you believe in. You don't just have to use people because they, the contrast of their picture looks a lot better for your cause. You know what I'm saying? So cancel all that. And then I think we really kind of, I normally don't get all, you know, kind of political or whatnot, but I'm, I'm, opinion, I'm opinionated. I always have been. There's a lot of things going on in the world. I'm not going to focus on it all the time, but the thing with the potatoes sort of set me off on this path of like people just be liking and excited about stupid stuff or angry about stupid stuff. So I'm like, well, I might as well join the group. I'm going to cancel all these things. You know, they canceled, they supposedly say they canceled uh, Pepe Le Pew. He's still a character. He still exists. Back in the day, I remember they tried to cancel uh, Speedy Gonzalez because they said he was a, a, a racist stereotype. And the thing was, I'd heard this from people, Latino people that I, I grew up with, that they were excited because they had like a, like a character they could have on different stuff. You know, they, there was a, some form of representation, and over time the representation got better as far as like it got less stereotypical and more, more focused on like making a personality for this character or whatever. So I'm like, why are we, like no one's really canceling, like no one should need to feel the need to cancel something to start making new, grow characters. I mean, if you're gonna keep the old ones, might as well grow them into something that's better than what they used to be. That's what we, all of us are doing. Or as I said before, you know, just wait because all these new cartoons are going to be coming out and they're going to be different stuff. 
Like with the Pepe Le Pew, everyone seems to forget that you might be surprised they even know this. There's a Fifi Le Fume, and that is a little uh, girl skunk on Tiny Toon Adventures. And guess what? She did the exact same thing that Pepe did. She was done chasing after that little cat fella from uh, Tiny Toon Adventures because he got a little paint stripe on his back and they just basically reversed the entire roles. Now, I ain't saying what the what they did in the thing was right. I'm just saying that, like, you know, we were singling it out where we get so focused on one thing, just start writing better character, you know? Like, that's what they did with Lola uh, Bunny, Space Jam. She wasn't a bad character. She was... uh drawn and a little bit overtly sexualized but from that point on all the other uh versions of her that appeared in different media they gave her more personality they made her more quirky they made her her own character and it wasn't reliant upon body shape or nothing like that it was just who that character was you know good examples of that are all through the place especially now with like different like animations and whatnot you had that whole, uh, that whole Steven Universe show. All those characters had personalities and different stuff going on. And they, they delved with a lot of issues that people, you know, hadn't really dealt with before with as much of a spotlight. So, I mean, that's good. Why not just do more of that? Or why not take old characters and not, you don't have to change them. You, I mean, you don't have to make, like, okay, this character's now... 20 different press classes or whatever but I mean give up give these characters change them from you know the thing that is glaringly not necessarily acceptable now but you know grow them as actual characters instead of making them caricatures you see what I'm saying when it comes to that narrow focus you have on cancel culture and on canceling things cancel that because it's not so much the fact that we need to cancel things and cancel people and all this other stuff. What we really need to do is start focusing on why we don't evolve things. We don't grow things. That's what we need to learn to do. Too many people nowadays start thinking, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to sit here and let everything just be the way it is, the way it always has been. Like, you know, even political philosophies are like, remember the good old days? For, you know, a lot of people, good old days wasn't good old days. They had good memories, some of them, back then, but, like, it wasn't good days. Why not try to, like, grow and evolve beyond that and have better days and better a better future? If everything in the past was great, then we have a good foundation for making things better in the future. You see what I'm saying? Why go backwards when you can move forward? That's just me being an old man. But I guess I'm I'm been a bit uh, philosophical lately because my birthday just passed, so I was feeling it was between the getting old episode and this episode, which you can kind of tell I was thinking about getting old or whatnot because of my birthday. Forgive me for that. Trust me, next week I'll be back acting crazier and saying sillier stuff. But for now, I want to thank y'all for uh, stopping by, and just so you know. I uh, have a website now for the podcast, www.goodnightyoungblood.com. If you go there, you can find the podcast episodes are on one page. Then on another page, I got a blog 
and it just has like stuff that I've written down, just stories and whatnot. There's not a whole bunch of stories up right now, but I'll be filling that up as we go. And uh, just want to say to all y'all, as I always say, good night, young blood.